Coach Jay here, and this is this week's Short Back and Forth. I'm going to go back to last week's podcast, and we're going to touch on the key points of the topic that we had for last week, and then I'm going to give you a little preview on what we discussed for this week. I hope you enjoy this week's Short Back and Forth. guys, Coach Jay here. Uh, just coming back with my short back and forth as we're going to discuss a little bit of the highlights of last week's show where we talked about confidence or comfort and the difference between the two. And then next week's show, which will be released on Sunday, we talked about why we love to coach. In general, why coaches do what they do. And Trudy and I talked about why we coach and the importance of having a coach, but more so on why we love doing it. So going back to last week, we put some questions out on Instagram and Facebook asking for some ideas on what you would like to hear us talk about. And someone replied back and mentioned that they would like to know how to build confidence. Now this person happened to be my friend Aaron, who has recorded our intro and outro messages for the podcast. Now, I've known Aaron for years. I've marched in drum corps with him. I've marched in opposing drum corps and competed against him. We played in a band together back in high school. He's uh, an amazing drummer, probably the best, most talented drummer I've ever played with. And personally, if I saw him behind the turntables or the computers these days as a DJ, I see confidence. If I see him on stage as a drummer, I see the confidence in him. Uh, if I gave him a bat with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and put him up at the plate, he probably wouldn't be that confident. But I don't see it as confidence. I see it as comfort. And I think sometimes when we look at ourselves and we think about how confident we are, it's not always a case of confidence. It's more of a case of comfort. I think confidence is more of a personality trait where comfort is how you feel in a given situation. And I used the example on, on the, the main podcast about this where Shruti and I had the confidence to start this podcast. The comfort level has built with the more exposure we are to the given situation. And I think that's the case with a lot of things. If you have experience with something and you're comfortable it might portray itself as having more confidence in what you're doing. And and building that is sometimes just throwing yourself into that fire. I mean, there's part of me that says I can go back and look at the original two or three episodes of the podcast and with the new account I have, I can technically go and remix it, re-edit it, update it, and not lose all the counts and the playlist and, and this and that. But I like kind of having the little choppiness in there, the little hiccups that Shruti and I had individually in the interaction with each other, the technical difficulties I had in the editing process. And it shows how we've grown. Again, we had the confidence to jump into this, but the comfort was a little a little awkward. I mean, like I, I use the example of CPR. I've taken CPR so many times with having to coach at the high school level. It was a requirement to have that for all high school coaches. And 
I've run out into the field for injuries and I've helped people many times that were injured and to go up to a person and say, hey, are you okay? And shake them. It's normal to go up to a, a CPR dummy, a half of a person, just the torso of a person and shake this piece of rubber and try to talk to it. You feel kind of goofy. So th for me to do that, it would feel very awkward and uncomfortable and maybe again the word confidence not have the confidence to do it but it's more of a comfort where Shruti who has an acting background could probably do it no problem because acting is a comfortable thing for her so building that confidence I think you have to look at a situation if again my friend Aaron took his confidence that he has as a DJ or as a drummer or a musician in general and took that mindset to the plate in the bottom of the ninth I think there would be a feeling of confidence in, in what you're doing. And, and same thing, vice versa, if I went the other way around and I took the confidence I would have at the plate in a tough situation and took it and as a DJ or the way you've seen it now where I feel myself being much more comfortable uh, as I sit here on the computer. I'm to the point where now these short back and forths are going up on YouTube as well and I have that comfort and the confidence to do so and put it up there. And the show we recorded today, we touched on just coaching in general. We had a, a show a while back about why everyone needs a coach. Um, but this was more more of a personal level of why do we coach? We, we talked about why people need a coach in it, but what's the reason we do it? And it's definitely not for the money. It's a passion for coaching. It's a passion for helping other people and myself, you've heard me mention Coach B, who was my coach in high school, who I then went and coached with for 15 years. So I was on the field with him for 20 years as a player, as a coach. And uh, we used to joke around that we'd make more money working at McDonald's or Walmart if you broke it down what we did. So you figure a high school coach from when I started, I got a, a, a check at the end of the year for roughly I mean, $2,000. Um, before taxes, by the time I, I was done, it was maybe in that little over three. Uh, it might have been even 3,500 15 years later. So it wasn't a lot. So if we took the two hours a day, two and a half hours a day we had practice, and then we took a game that now it became a five-hour day, or as much as I'm in Connecticut, which is a small state, our league included teams that were an hour or an hour and a half bus drive away. I mean, if you played for Wright Tech in Stanford and you had to go to Ellis Tech in Danielson, that's literally a two-hour bus drive for a high school team. So that coach now just put in six, seven hours after the school day for the team. And then you have the preseason meetings, the postseason meetings, the, the certifications we need to go to, the CEUs that we have to do, the... And the CPR class, the first aid class, and all this other stuff. When you broke it down, we were making a dollar seventy an hour uh, for the coaches that do it the right way. There are the coaches that would put the minimum competition, have the minimum required hours. But for someone that was really passionate in doing it, we coach because we love what we do. We love to help people. And Trudy had asked me what what got me into it. I remember a few years after graduating, I went back to visit Coach B, and his assistant at the time wasn't knowledgeable in soccer, was just kind of filling the role because no one took the position. And 
said, hey, would you like to help out? We can't pay you, but if you want to help out. So for like two or three years, I volunteered as the assistant coach, and eventually that position opened up, and I slid into that position and, I mean, didn't leave it for another 15 years and immediately fell in love with it. And there was one kid that someone complimented on how he had improved, and he just said, oh, it's because Coach Jay helped me with this and helped me with that, and I wouldn't have done it without him. And it was the first time that I really got that feedback from someone and giving me credit for their success, for their achievements. And, I mean, it, it just hit me pretty hard and in a good way. And I knew this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to continue coaching, and this is why I, I moved forward. And now I have, and obviously, the, the archery coaching you've heard about. I love coaching and soccer and baseball, um, doing the life coaching because I, I love the mental game of sports and a lot of that you can take into any aspect of life, whether it's going into a job interview, whether it's and dealing with family members or friends or relationships, uh, that mental side can transfer over and just helping people I and mean, achieve their goals and, and work for success. It, it's a big thing. And uh, I think that's why we in general as coaches do it because we just love what we do whether it's that individual sport or whether you're an acting coach or a voice coach or a theater. And, and keep in mind, we look, we look at coaches and when we hear that, we think, I mean, okay, the soccer coach, baseball, basketball, but coaches come in any shape and form and for whatever you need it. And, and uh, I, I think a majority of them doing it because they absolutely love doing what they do. And it's definitely not the paycheck. Uh, I remember Coach B used to joke that, he was a PE and health teacher, and that his coaching check, so the, as a head coach, that four or $5,000 he made was his teaching check and what he made for teaching, uh, which obviously would have been much more, he considered that what he got for coaching because that's where his heart was, uh, being on those sidelines with those teams. And that's why we have connections years later with our athletes because of the connections we make and I mean, it's just a passion. It's a passion of mine, and I, I know a lot of coaches out there that that's why they do it. Um, like I said, I've mentioned Coach B, Coach Solis, uh, Coach Roxanne, who is my archery coach, who I send my kids to, and is technically the coach of the opposing team um, for archers. And uh, I give her a lot of credit for, for my success and even my kids' success. And Coach Cistitis, um uh, coach Jen, I mean, all these coaches that I've gotten to uh, to coach alongside with, Spellman, I mean, these are guys that do it for the right reason and just have a passion for doing it. And um, so, again, upcoming show is about why we as coaches do what we do. It's for the love of it. And the previous show was, uh, like I said, the difference of confidence versus comfort and what you can do to build that. So I hope you enjoyed this quick review and preview, the short back and forth that I do. And like I said, for those of you that are interested, I am starting to post this on YouTube as well just to get it out there some more. And uh, look out for the next show coming out Sunday. And we definitely thank you all for listening. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, The Power Shift Mindset. And also check out BeamMotivation.com, my own coaching page. Thank you.